0: An an elegant weapon, but a more
1: civilized age.
0: Okay, kids, you know what? This is episode 405 of An Elegant Weapon. As you hear, Mr. Sam Noir and I are already full into geek out mode we've been talking lots of fun (laughs) stuff about comic books uh comic creators and now we seem to be molding into the tv side of things uh if you heard last episode that just happened just happened episode 404 where we had a deep dive into the raid studio and it's upcoming kickstarter and a whole bunch of other kickstarters also happening kickstarter craziness uh but now we're having a geek out so welcome back um, we're going to talk about what we intended to talk about. Uh, what I'd like to talk about first, before we get into what we were saying last episode, because we, of course, are going to talk about the finale of Peacemaker, is I just freshly, as of this afternoon, came out of Uncharted. So I'd like to share my thoughts about Uncharted. Uh, Based
1: on the video game
0: Based on the video game, while it's fresh in my mind Uh, A movie that I wasn't uh, Too over the moon About going to see Uh, Tom Holland,
1: I I didn't picture Tom Holland As that video game character To be honest Well I'm going in video
0: gameless I don't know this Ah, video game, I don't know the characters I am absolutely clueless I'm going into this as a movie Unto itself and nothing else Mm -hmm. Uh, I went because my son Really wanted to see it Um, Is he a
1: fan of the video game? He's a fan of video
0: games. So just it being video game, I don't (laughs) think he's played it, but uh, just knowing about it hearing friends talk about it, it's it's something they want to see. Right. Uh, Mm. Plus, he is a Tom Holland fan. He's a big Spider-Man fan. So, uh, you know, he was stoked about seeing it. So we went and saw it. This movie, I was, you know, I was thinking it was going to be what it is. It's a video game movie. It's Uncharted. Yeah. It's the, it's Marky Mark and Spidey Boy hopping around having fun. And, you know, and that's pretty much what it was and what I expected. But what I didn't expect was how much fun this movie actually is. Really? It, absolutely. And a big part of it was the chemistry between these two. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are a great team and the dynamic between the two is not exactly what you think it's going to be at all. Okay. Cause, Cause you know how it's been described as Mark Wahlberg's like his teacher or like his mentor.
1: So Mark Wahlberg is playing the mentor.
0: Yeah, but he's not, he's not at okay. all. They are,
1: <laughs> they're far... Is he that Mark Wahlberg character that he plays in every movie? I <sighs> yes and no is he that ted character <laughs> is that what character <laughs> his character from ted yeah, he, 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 you know that well earnest but slightly dumb guy like that's the no argument- no argument-
0: no 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 he's not that guy
1: okay here's the
0: thing is they're more partners i guess i should say spoilers by the way for everything you're going to hear tonight absolute spoilers uh we're not holding back on anything so if you don't want to hear about this stuff, go listen to something else.
1: Luckily, this wasn't on my list of movies that I wanted to see anyways. But uh, you know, what? Oh, sorry, I, I'm not going to spoil plot for you. There's no I will check to it out. That. And spoilers are fine. Spoilers are fine. I will These check are it just, out. That I recommend. think
0: what I mean by spoilers with this movie is that it really is not what you expect in certain ways, but not spoilery okay. ways yeah I'm, I'm i'm spoiling i'm spoiling the pleasant surprises that I got that have nothing to do with the plot or the movie or anything like that yeah yeah what I was pleasantly surprised by was how much uh how much chemistry these guys had together really i was it w- it totally took me aback how well these guys worked together, mm-hmm. and mark. Wahlberg was they're far more partners it's it's way more of a partner thing than a old guy young guy thing
1: yeah less of the Tony Stark Spider-Man or or Doctor Strange Spider-Man role
0: yes absolutely less of that more he was you know what he was actually he was pretty Hawkeye really he was very Hawkeye without being like whereas Tom Holland wasn't so much Kate Bishop because he was more evolved and more already in the game. Yeah. And he wasn't trying to become more than what he already was. Mm-hmm. He he was already this Indiana Jones type guy where yes, Mark Wahlberg is the older Indiana Jones type guy, but not yeah. but not by enough that, you know, but he is his character is much more uh you know, Hawkeye in a way that he's he's not the dumb Guy, he's a smart guy, but he's he's funny <laughs> and he's witty, and so is Tom Holland. And here's the biggest thing: the biggest surprise for me is I far more enjoyed Tom Holland as this character than I did as Peter Parker. Really? That is surprising. Absolutely. Wow, his, his performance, you know, I love his Peter Parker and everything, but that's Peter Parker's character. But in this, he didn't have to be the kid. He didn't have to be bashful. He didn't have to be uh, afraid. You know what I mean? He didn't have to be nice or polite. In this, he's a bit of a scoundrel. Ah. And Tom Holland pulled off scoundrel so much better than I would have expected. Mm -hmm. He really, really did and mark Wahlberg's just the slightly older scoundrel and they have to work together because of whatever reasons right Mm -hmm. and they just they're so funny together they're really funny together and they're it's neat to see mark Wahlberg be able to take a step back okay where he's still part of the action but he's not doing nearly as much as tom holland running around right
1: Yeah. So scoundrel in that that Harrison Ford kind of way
0: are absolutely. They are both Indiana Jones and they both they're both like two sides of India. It's like there's they're almost young and old indie hanging out together. Okay. And they even they fully on make indie jokes because it's, you know, you can't, you know. not admit that it's very indiana jones inspired this uncharted shit so is
1: this what you wanted to see in indiana jones and mutt williams um in terms of that you know older and younger because because again that no
0: it's i can't compare that because mark Wahlberg really he's not that old in it like there's no Hmm. like he makes fun of him being older than him
1: but yeah he's not actually old right well he is over 50 isn't he
0: yeah, but he's not like uh, he's he's still fit in this movie, but he's just lazier. Ah, okay. He's like a lazier character. He's a greedier character. All right. Like he'll he'd rather trick Tom Holland into doing the hard work than having to run around himself.
1: Ah, OK. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I see what you're saying. A little more of the grifter. Type. Yeah,
0: he's more selfish. He's more the guy who wants the gold. You know he's more like you know of course In the end he's there for his team and everything But his main objective is to get the gold Right yeah where Tom Holland's got a few more personal Like things about it right But but they work so Well together I would see these Guys in any movie together That like it really brought the Best out in Tom Holland I Don't know if he liked working with Mark Wahlberg a lot or I don't know he Shined in this movie dude like far wow. more than Spider-Man, he really, really did. And he, this movie made me love Tom Holland. I liked him before, and I respected him. And he's a great Spider-Man, and blah, blah, blah. But he's, he's, you know what? He's way more Andrew Garfield Peter Parker in Uncharted. Well, I'm going to take a hot take. I have. He's almost a better Spider-Man without the mask.
1: Excuse me. My hot take is that uh, seeing the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man again, Andrew Garfield is a fantastic Peter Parker in terrible Spider-Man movies. That's kind of my hot take.
0: <laughs> I like yeah, I'm a big fan, you know. I agree. And but Tom Holland really stood out in this to me, man. I I've never been I've never enjoyed a performance of his as much as I did this one. And Mark Wahlberg is solid and, again, their chemistry is great. And it's a fun adventure. It's not... It gets crazy like a video game would. By the end, you're like, this is kind of ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. But, but to be honest, like, most of it is pretty believable. Most of it is pretty grounded. Most of it is Hmm. pretty straight-up, like, indie-type action.
1: Okay. Where they're
0: physically running around and doing shit. The end gets a little... A little, uh, you know, a little hokey, but nothing that you kind of it doesn't like grow you into by the end of it. And it's witty, it's smart, it's it's a puzzle. It's like it's a, it's a it's, it's a far more adventurous national treasure in a way. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you dig that kind of thing, like your indie movies and your national treasure, you're gonna love this movie. If you like Tom Holland, you're gonna love this movie. Um, and you're going to be really pleasantly surprised with the chemistry between these two. Uh, it it goes really well. Um, I I like this movie a lot, way more than I expected to. Way more than I expected to.
1: Wow, that yeah. is that is high praise. I I will admit it wasn't on my radar, but I will I will check it out. I'm I'm yeah. in the mood for something uh, fun,
0: really fun, dude. Yeah, really yeah. entertaining, really fun, and a movie that I could. A movie that actually could deserve and carry a franchise. Wow! Like not one that would just be pushed out because it's you know was a little successful video games, but like you could make some solid adventures out of these guys. Because Uncharted
1: is a very popular and fun video game, so the fact that you know what, if the
0: video games, yeah, if the video game really is at all like the movie, I can see why a movie was made out of it because it's it's great fun great fun so i highly recommend it go check out uncharted uh definitely worth the time especially if you have like an 11 year old like i do (laughs) if you have a gamer kid you're both gonna have a fucking great time together
1: This this feels like in terms of the Hollywood formula, uh, you know, having having Marky Mark, who's sort of our generation and Tom Holland, who sort of is an icon for your son's generation. I think this is this is the uh, Hollywood uh, Venn diagram, right? It is. It's
0: a total total bridge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. Can I can I give you my pick for a recent movie? Absolutely. Uh, I've, I mentioned this. I know you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to do much in the way of uh, spoilers, but I just saw uh, Nightmare Alley and it Ooh, is Guilherme. by far. Oh,
0: wait, not Sorry, Peter Guillermo. Sorry. Guillermo to del
1: Toro. That. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, it is Guilherme. Guillermo okay. del Toro. And it is absolutely my favorite. And again, I haven't seen as many movies as I normally do in a given year, but uh, this is my favorite movie of the past year. Uh, It is phenomenal. It is uh, Guillermo uh, putting away all his fancy toys and stripping himself down. It's not a spoiler to say this isn't a supernatural movie, even though it sort of uh, trades in that territory. Uh, It's his most sort of grounded, realistic movie. Uh, There's not a lot of obvious CG in there. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's a remake of an old school 1940s noir film, and he's done it masterfully. The performances are phenomenal. Kate Blanchett is is incredible in this as well. Uh, Tony Collette, Bradley Cooper is the star of it. And, you know, he's he's hit or miss in these kind of kind of movies. But uh, I think he he did a phenomenal job. Uh, who else is in it? Willem Defoe's in it um uh Ron Perlman Hellboy's in it uh, it's moody uh the cinematography is beautiful it's just uh it's going to be released in black and white too which i you know normally i'd be like meh. in this case i will run out and see it again uh cool. the, the colors are very um yeah they lend themselves to that with the sort of high contrast you know low low uh level of you know, there, there's not a lot of color in it, but when there is color, it's almost in that Sin City Rumblefish kind of way where, okay, you know, yeah, a woman yeah. is wearing a red dress or there's a bit of neon. So, yeah, it it works beautifully as, as you know, uh, a noir film in, in that way with some great twists. And even if you see the twist coming, they're executed so well and so gut-wrenching. Uh, to me, I'd say this was his scariest film uh, for me since uh, The Devil's Backbone right on yeah yeah no uh run out run out and see that 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 is my pick for uh recent movies
0: hey it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of positive reviews coming your way tonight kids so that's uncharted (laughs) and nightmare alley uh sounds like you should go check out both of them um now we are going to absolutely jump all over the bandwagon we are going to express the exact same love for peacemaker that the entire rest of the world is currently expressing
1: and we'll enter spoiler territory as well
0: oh yes oh yes that's a given
1: be warned this show is
0: massive and it has exploded and it is along with spider-man no way home i believe to be one of the most important pieces of entertainment to be released as far as what we need right now
1: absolutely
0: i think it was a pickup it was a pick-me-up of no way home proportions i know it was just a tv show or whatever but as far as you know what we all needed collectively as you know uh you know People the fact love that with this genre was, is was this, you know. Yeah, the
1: fact that it was James Gunn's pandemic project as well. You know, essentially the pandemic started. He couldn't work on Guardians three, so instead, with uh, you know, on on the verge of releasing uh, the Suicide Squad, he he wrote and then uh, went off and directed uh, this awesome HBO Max series. Uh, a
0: couple were directed by others. I just want to give their due. Um, True. But he is an epic, epic talent for his ability. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about this fact that I'm pretty sure James Gunn, above all other creators in entertainment history, has made me cry on so many different occasions. Like he literally. Made you
1: cry over a CG tree for crying out loud.
0: He may just, I have cried at some point, pretty much through almost everything he's ever done. And it amazes me. I, to be honest, my, my least favorite thing he's done was the suicide squad really yes really and not saying I didn't like it or enjoy it I'm just My saying compar- is-
1: okay go ahead I'm just saying comparatively what what wow. is yours yeah. I love the Suicide Squad, and for me, the peace the Peacemaker was, you know, a bit of redemption because the Suicide Squad, you know, d- underperformed, and and I was really hoping for a sequel. And the fact that he's been able to do a sequel of sorts through HBO Max, but but I let's let's uh, let's touch on that. I'm let just- me just
0: say that. Let me do, let me rephrase it. Let me say sure. that the Suicide Squad is the is only thing he's done that hasn't made me cry.
1: Oh, okay. Have you seen Super? Seen what? Super? No. What's Super? Okay, well, uh, uh, Super is uh, the guy from The Office is sort of a real-life superhero with uh, who's Juno again? Elliot Page?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Elliot Page and what's his name? Dwight? Is it Dwight? The guy with the glasses from The Office?
0: Oh, okay. I saw an ad for this, I think.
1: Yeah, they were superheroes and again, it was it it's him sort of it's his first take is it's his first kick at the can basically. And, you know, he gets that whole awkward kind of humor going that dark, awkward humor, but loses me at the end. And again, it's, it's a cry. It might be a cry worthy uh, uh, ending, but at at the same time, it was an ending that made me angry because it didn't give you the usual catharsis and, and was just Deeply nihilistic, without again, without giving it away, but uh that would be my least favorite James Gunn film that I've seen. Okay, that and I've I
0: should seen. say I should also preface all that by saying that I don't even I don't think I've seen a ton of his work. You know, I'm he's kinda... also done
1: a lot, uh, a lot of trauma stuff, right? Like oh. you got to start at trauma.
0: Oh, what the show?
1: No, a T R O M A, the uh, B movie company. Oh
0: yeah. right, 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 right. But anyway, right, right. right, right, so. right, right. Um, well, I'm just saying, like, things like uh, and how much he makes me cry, like, just uh, his use of music and moments and things, like, in in the first Guardians, uh, at the end when he you know, when he gets the other tape from his mom and everything, like, come on, buckets of tears when he oh, absolutely, yes, and uh, and then fucking Yondu's funeral, are you oh my god. Are this, you
1: kidding me? The Zoom was it? Was it called the Zoom? The little MP3 player. <laughs> Holy
0: shit! And when uh, just you know the moment when uh, he zooms in on his brother Sean Gunn uh, mm. at the funeral, and he kind of lets out that yelp. Yeah. You know what that was? He based that on at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh shit! When the Indian. Really? Remember when the Indian yeah, escapes? Yeah.
1: And yeah, and, he, he take picks up the uh the water the thing and yeah, it through the, and escapes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, After Jack nickel Anyways, without spoiling. While he's
0: me. running away, Christopher Lloyd is standing there watching him go. Yeah. And he does the same thing. He like has this well up of excitement and oh, just kind of right. lets out this like scream yell. And that's what Sean Gunn based that moment on.
1: Oh, okay. and
0: are you kidding me? The fucking tears i can't even fucking handle that shit it's out of control and
1: that moment is constantly i if i remember correctly it was the simpsons that did quite a few lampoons of that just
0: ridiculous oh, amounts of tears this man knows how to exude mm-hmm. and uh and the amount of like feels that he brought out in a show and like peacemaker but at the same time he's able to somehow interweave this with just going all the way uh comic book wise just ridiculous things like human yeah. fucking torpedoes
1: <laughs> the, like like the, the bullet man oh uh, my the bullet man nod
0: god like how does he get away with a putting polka dot man in a movie and b having him end up being the most sympathetic like
1: like hero in the thing like oh absolutely oh, giving you that moment and taking it away as well uh how it, but, but allowing him a again spoilers a heroic death the brilliance no.
0: is you know
1: I and can't that is not remember. the comic book pokebat man the fact that he took pokemon dot man completely remade him into his own image yeah. same with peacemaker again such a douchey terrible awful character uh as revealed in the Suicide Squad, but I guess seeing the range that John Cena can bring, and then ultimately creating the show to redeem that character is yeah. amazing to me.
0: He was a douchebag in the comics too, right?
1: No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, right. Although uh, he did take the from the the DC miniseries uh, or series, he did take the white supremacist father stuff from there. Even though his actual father in the comics wasn't White Dragon, who's oh, another character. Oh, okay. Uh, that I, I, again, maybe, you know what, in the comments, uh, let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, it's been like, you know, 20 years since I've read those comics. So. Right.
0: <laughs> I think the world can forgive you for not remembering every comic you've ever read. Well, Sam, I've also had of I've, control.
1: I'm also uh, uh, had a couple of gummies by now so oh, that's right my, my, <laughs> uh, my cannabis gummies are starting to kick in so. If you
0: listen to last episode you'll hear him ingesting those gummies <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're kicking in um yeah and, about the suicide squad though like what was it that that didn't sing to you in the way other james gunn movies have
0: i don't know it was really? more it was it was just it just there was a, a few less feels i guess i guess did they you were watch
1: it in the theater did you watch it at home yeah no
0: movie? i think no i watched it in the theater really okay and and I did not enjoy it don't get me wrong like yeah, I did enjoy it but here's
1: entertaining
0: well the thing that came out after that I said that that got me a lot of shit from a few folks was the fact that I did enjoy the first one more and really? wow. yeah and there were things about it like there's things about the second one I enjoy more and each and you own. but I think as far as the feels to be honest I still think the suicide the first Suicide Squad movie is one of Will Smith's finest performances. Mm-hmm. I think there's moments in that movie that he goes pretty deep for a comic book movie, and he delivers quite a fucking performance. And I was really, really fucking impressed with it. And, and I think that
1: setting up Idris Elba, you know, obviously Idris Elba's character was supposed to be Will Smith's. Uh, uh- oh yeah you know a uh, character but then they they just switched it up with yeah. a new character and a new actor but you I, could you imagine Will Smith uh coming back i think as as great as Idris Elba was i actually think Will Smith would have been phenomenal to to be uh a dead shot i agree again playing out the arc that was teased and started in the original suicide squad
0: yeah i i really like i I did i enjoyed it i i i agree with the criticism of the villains in suicide Mm -hmm. squad the first one yeah Um, i don't think you needed to go so supernatural um Mm -hmm. i i understood the fun of the ridiculousness going that far in the second one because that's james gunn and that's starro and that's 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 a cool old comic thing and i get it right into it but I mean, I really liked how they handled a lot of the characters in the first one. I really liked. Uh...
1: That's the thing. They were great characters. They were great actors in a mess of. a. And again, I am I I don't I'm the guy who didn't doesn't care much about the Snyder Cut at all, you know. Right. Uh, but I see so many interesting things. And I know David Ayer's uh, body of work that I'm the guy who will, you know, hashtag release the A-Cut for that suicide squad. Cause somewhere there is, I feel a coherent movie probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's currently not complete. You yeah. know what I mean? They yeah. took it away from them. They re-edited it. There has to be
0: cause there was so much jumped. Joker left on the floor. Right. Like yeah. it just makes so no sense. It makes no I sense. Yeah.
1: I agree with you in that there is something in that movie that I enjoy re-watching. Yeah. But it's not quite complete for me. And and yeah, I hope HBO Max does, like, the Snyder cut will lead to yeah. the Air cut.
0: Do you know what was cool? You know that one part when they're all, like, they all get mesmerized by the spell, and they all, like, go through the moments of what they really dream for. Like, Harley mm. Quinn is in the kitchen with her kids and the Joker and everything's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the fact that Will Smith's genuine one was that he killed the bat. <laughs> like, like that was the stretch they did like he really is a douchebag where in it was more of a struggle between their good and evil where in this the suicide squad it was more of that they're all still dicks and they're just you know became more confident dicks (laughs) and like
1: yeah yeah you
0: know i get that and it's fun but yeah i just didn't quite give me those feels like i say polka dot man was you know, the most emotional, you know, thing. And it was cool to see Harley Quinn kind of complete her arc
1: and come no, all the way sure. around. That Disney you know? princess moment was just lovely. With it the was animation. fun.
0: Don't yeah. get me wrong. I really enjoyed it. It was a great movie, but I also really enjoyed the first one. Anyways, back to Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah let's, let's, Him let's doing the same it. thing. Like I think he accomplished better with Peacemaker Uh, the balance between real emotion and out there crazy outlandish comic book stuff in the peacemaker. And, you know, I teared up a lot at certain moments and uh, it was mostly tearing up along with him. And uh, yeah. Can you believe fucking John Cena busting out a performance like this? Like sure. Everybody was impressed. Everybody was impressed with suicide squad. But he he only he he was that impressive in Suicide Squad with only showing us half the range he was capable of. Yeah, with that character even. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Then this saw his comedic range. That's for sure.
0: How happy! I can't believe how happy I am for that guy to obviously been having this fucking hidden talent that he just has been in a certain you know you can't express that kind of emotion in a squared circle
1: no no and for sure. you know
0: and and the rock is not even that kind of actor no the rock no. could never pull off doing that kind of thing to i that, i i just
1: watched way. jungle cruise on a whim right and yeah I, he absolutely not he's he's charming he's charismatic but the level of deep sympathy you felt yeah, yeah, for yeah. peacemaker and the fact that he did have eight episodes yeah. Like to really focus on this character, grow this character, show you where he came from and develop the character. I think this is the beauty of, you know, the quote unquote golden age of television in terms of these yeah. streaming shows that yeah. were able to pull out the, that one character from the Suicide Squad and and really delve into what makes this guy tick. Because right? it hit us
0: all when he killed Rick Flagg.
1: Like oh, that actually, was an
0: impactful part of the movie. That was the movie. holy
1: shit moment. No one expected that. And yeah. then you realize yeah. This guy is you realized he was the he had a screw loose, yeah. you didn't realize just how much of a screw loose, and then and then uh having to be able to go back and devote time to find out why he did that and enhance brilliant writing. I think, think retrospective writing adding this series to the suicide squad changes the suicide squad. Oh, yeah, and-
0: absolutely improves it. And but but John Cena, here's the thing that he's done that I believe, like, even though the rock. Proved you could break away from wrestling and become This giant movie star Mm -hmm. It was still you had to be an action Star no for sure This here this What John Cena has done has Enabled himself To have a career Without it having to be action based After this well, have he, you he seen, did the rock formula? He made the Marine, yeah. which was just popular among wrestling fans or whatever. Yeah. But what he ended up really having inside him, which no one knew that he is now. Well, some busted of us out, do. Some is, of us do.
1: You you think he always how would you how could you have known? Have he you seen tr- the have you seen Trainwreck? No. Oh, my God. OK, uh, when when you get a chance, watch Trainwreck. Cause I see everything that James Gunn has coaxed out of Cena here yeah. was basically revealed in in Trainwreck. Even though very few people, you know, saw saw him in that movie, I thought he was actually the best thing out of Trainwreck. What was uh, it? What's it about? Trainwreck is the Amy Schumer uh, breakthrough romantic comedy you know, when she first uh, came on as a stand-up. Okay, and then- I did see that. No, romantic I didn't see comedy that movie. With, yes. uh, what's, his, what's his name? Yes, um, he was good in that. In no, no, but he, just the level of sensitivity as the boyfriend. Uh, yeah, you go yeah. back and watch those scenes. Uh, to be honest, I, I had always sort of, thought he was hilarious and very sympathetic. I thought
0: that, him. but wow, you thought he could go to this length, huh?
1: I Well, I went back after, because I had always remembered that him being the standout from that movie. And then after I finished Peacemaker, I was just itching for another taste of that. And so I jumped back and rewatched uh, uh, Trainwreck, remembering his performance. And actually, yeah, it was confirmed that all of the stuff that uh, James Gunn managed to coax... Was on full display in Trainwreck because uh, you know the 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 basically the straight faced uh, yeah, humor. yeah yeah it's all coming there. back to me now that you mentioned. But then that, yeah. when Amy Schumer breaks his heart, like talk about moments that make you cry. Like you yeah. uh, to to me, she was the antagonist of that movie, and he was the real you know uh, a sympathetic character like the fact that he was hilarious doing it yeah. but you actually felt the most like i could to be honest i i didn't really care much about the main relationship in trainwreck but him you know showing that that emotional uh, vulnerability there uh show, go back and watch trainwreck i right. i recommend it just to watch john cena and then compare it with his peacemaker performance and, and you'll see it's all there It's it's fascinating. You know,
0: I'm I was never a a fan of him as a wrestler. I didn't like the character, right? Mm -hmm. And but not just be like I'm not exactly just jumping on the bandwagon after right? After his like talent here and this exploding and him doing so well. It's Mm -hmm. I'm not jumping on a bandwagon as much as I am uh, going off of something that I have always been incredibly impressed by. And that is the fact that John Cena is the all-time make-a-wish fulfiller. Is he really? Wow. He has fulfilled more make-a-wishes and like not just by a few. That's amazing. By like hundreds. Wow. Of like like no one can even touch how much he's done for Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. Like he has spent half his life in a fucking hospital hanging out with fucking kids. That's and amazing. I've always just I've always I've known that about him for a few years. And it's just, you know, anybody who does that, I don't give a fuck. You are good. You you're you're you've your actions have proven worth. For sure, right?
1: for sure. Well, in interviews he comes he, he he comes across as really down to earth like yeah yeah like i said i i kind of uh i've been watching all the behind the scenes and he comes across as very humble and everything but even you jump over to like the behind the scenes interviews for uh uh train wreck and him talking about going in uh and and how he sort of uh was schooled in improv comedy and how they coaxed His humor in the same way they did almost in uh, Peacemaker in terms of I think it was James Gunn who was just feeding him lines through an earpiece or something. So there was an element of improv on on James Gunn sets that I think he learned on Trainwreck, because, again, in, in these sort of Saturday Night Live uh cast member type movies that seems to be par for the course where they just let the let the camera roll and let them just just do shtick and and I think he 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 did quite a bit of that. As Dude, well. that that improv moment of him just rambling off 80 people. <laughs> yeah that was like uh- James Gunn talking. I don't know if you've been listening to that. Like oh, I the didn't know that. Asses, I thought it was like,
0: just him doing it
1: on James his James Gunn had an earpiece and, and was just throwing him uh, uh, lines. But wasn't it, uh, oh shit, wasn't it Ice-T <laughs> who, who actually gave him a shout out for his shout out on Twitter?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ice-T, uh, Ice-T, Ice-T, Vanilla so Ice. But dude, some of those emotional moments, like when he had his breakdowns and he's on the floor and he's drunk and just, just that he tore it open, man. Like good for him. The
1: final silent shot uh, of him outside his cabin, you know, all alone with his thoughts and his the, 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 the quote unquote ghost of his dad sitting down. Yeah. And realizing that this is going to haunt him in season two.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Wow. Fucked up, man. Fucked up. I can't wait for more of this. And like, him dealing with his PTSD overshooting flag. Like the fact that you thought he yeah. was cold and heartless about it. And as this thing goes, you realize that that moment where he killed a good man for the sake of his, the mission and, and the, you know, the U S government, uh, affected him more than than you realize and this is always the case right like oh, he's a, lot a fucking people,
0: mess man
1: he yeah is a, a lot of people this is reflective of real life too you've got a lot of heroes who who go out there you know in terms of firefighters policemen paramedics etc they're always very stoic but in the quiet moments at home in the middle of the night they yeah, yeah. They relive these these traumas you know
0: yeah yeah
1: so, and and again, the lesson he learned at the end—again, we're in spoiler territory—the uh, fact that he redeemed himself, he, the, the choice to to shoot, um, to not align himself uh, with the "quote unquote" greater good, as as uh, his his second best friend said, uh, his uh, sense of what is it, fascistic uh, uh, patriotism, right? His version of that—he uh, went with his friends instead. Yeah. Which was, again, he had made these odd friendships with the suicide the suicide squad and uh, and betrayed that. Whereas here he went through this a similar arc, but made the right decision this time.
0: Yeah, it's it's James Gunn. Like, what a
1: writer. Like, what and, a writer. man. And let's man. call out this supporting cast. To me, Robert Patrick was the most brilliant out of all of them. Like, he was have, great. Yeah. I'm a villain. And for me, i don't know about you but most times when you watch a series you know you binge a series over and over again you just skip past the opening credits i watch it every single time and each time you You know everyone does details you catch little new details of the dance it's a
0: whole interpretive dance like you can see pretty much the story and the arc through the whole thing i watched one video where the guy broke it down (laughs) and it was really good like it was like Holy crap. Like, well, the behind I mean, the scenes on
1: of YouTube that. is fantastic as well, but for me again, Robert Patrick, his moment, nothing cracks me up more. He's just aging Robert like Patrick.
0: fine wine, eh? He just gets oh, better and better and better. Like what a solid Hugely
1: dude. Hugely underrated actor. I mean, for me, I know it's tough to fill shoes on X-Files but Agent Doggett, like, you know, he he had a tough job, but he was great on the X-Files. It's unfortunate that it was sort of the declining years of the show. But if you just sort of judge his performance as sort of the new skeptic well, on he's that just, show,
0: he's held on kind of doing b roles ever since Terminator 2. He is like mm-hmm. just like being like held on, like he did the sequels to Dust Hold On. You know what I mean? yeah like he's had this kind of career, and this
1: whenever he shows up as a supporting character, he's i saw solid, kind of remember, so solid. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. always puts in the great and and as the villain of this piece who who creates a complexity to the he's just great. The, no for sure for sure and the slow reveal of him uh the other the other two that i absolutely am in love with is uh vigilante
0: yeah uh, i sorry he also had a very martin sheen vibe about him did you find that i agree i
1: agree yes yeah.
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: no absolutely absolutely and the the quiet menace yeah. you know like you he goes from this curmudgeon to once you realize he is like the leader of this white supremacist cult it it actually gets gets frightening and then up until that the the moment where where he puts the kids in a fight club for crying out like his own children and been (laughs) blamed that it, it is so twisted and so so just Wonderful in terms of. I hope of, they explain where he got all that like
0: multidimensional like workshop. they're going from.
1: Yeah, I I hear that that James Gunn's uh, second season is gonna doubt like that's the the mystery that's that's gonna yeah. you know more flashbacks. So he's gonna come back obviously and be hanging around as as this ghostly presence that yeah. haunts peacemaker do you
0: think that was the last of the honey food that it gave to the queen
1: there uh, no i'm sure there's there's more honey food because they they invaded a whole factory right so
0: right i'm, right, I'm sure right.
1: he'll be able to to find some jars but it'll be interesting again to see where that goes in terms yeah. of this uh you know yeah. him him befriending Such
0: weird relationships. Like you mentioned, Vigilante. (laughs) What a what a unique character. Like what a thing to do with that character. Was that character ever like that in the comics?
1: No, uh, not not at all. Right. I was a fan of the original Adrian version with the ski mask, and he was basically a district attorney. You know, it was that kind of. uh, He was a daredevil type, right? Who uh, daredevil Punisher. With Punisher, basically, so he would go out and and he spun out of the new Teen Titans, and yeah, basically he he'd, he'd uh, what the law couldn't uphold, he would go out as a But that costume is so wonderfully 80s and the fact that again james gunn has taken all of these characters and made them his own like that yeah, peacemaker yeah. you know it might have some inspiration from the comics but it is wholly a james gunn creation as is this version of vigilante and who who is that actor i haven't uh, looked him up has, has he been in what else has he been in because who have i phenomenal. you know what, it's
0: worth a look up i'm gonna do yeah, it give right us now a, i don't
1: usually google out because throw throw it it into, can get if you want to tell us what uh, shows or movies to check that guy out, because he was, again, a, a standout performance. Like even the fact that just like Ryan Reynolds, for, the, for most of the beginning of the series to be able to perform in a full face mask, you know, with just emoting in his voice, the, the level of, of, you know, expression in his voice. Oh, my God. Did
0: you see, okay, Freddie Stroma. He's English,
1: as as our most uh, superhero actors. Okay. Oh my God, he's. Was it, is it weird to you to hear interviews with uh, the three Spider-Man and uh, A- Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are talking with uh, British accents and realizing that? Oh yeah, two of the Spider-Man are British.
0: Uh, I kind of like it. <laughs> uh, this guy, wow. Um, do I have this right? Adrian Chase Vigilante Okay, mm-hmm. Freddy Stroma He's uh, he's from London And okay. he was in Pitch Perfect
1: Oh, which character in Pitch Perfect?
0: He was also in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince uh, As Who well as Harry, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 Hold on, let me What was his character called? I'm looking for the list here IMDB's Weirded Up
1: yeah, because these aren't like comedic role, like the fact that he shines so well in comedy to me is well, pitch perfect is a funny movie, but where again,
0: I- do they have like oh filmography? Okay, see all okay. Oh, he was in the suicide squad. Vigilante was in the suicide squad, or maybe the actor was in
1: the suicide squad.
0: No, it says the suicide squad 2021, Adrian Chase,
1: Vigilante, uncredited. Oh, uncredited cameo yeah maybe this was a cut scene or was he at the hospital i don't know
0: don't remember okay he was in the crew uh some show he was in bridgerton hmm was in that series uh
1: grand hotel uh a bunch of other stuff i don't know okay oh if anyone has a recommendation of where we can see
0: game uh, of thrones
1: This guy's performance. Let us know.
0: He was on Game of Thrones as Dick and Tally. Uh, He's made a lot of just like movies, Cinderella story. He was Cormac McLagan in the Harry Potter movies. Oh. So I don't don't know that character. I don't know who that is. The
1: fact that none of these like because he was such a great comedic actor that none of these roles uh, other than Pitch Perfect seem to be comedic roles so it feels like they've really tapped into something that wow he has done a lot of shit though
0: good lord yeah yeah good for him now now what i want to look into actually is i have been curious about danielle brooks
1: danielle brooks uh oh she played um uh uh Whatchamacallit? The the blonde one? Is she the blonde one? No, this is the black girl. She oh, pers- she's tasty Leota Adebayo. Orange is the new black. She's yes. wonderful. No, no, I I actually she's the best thing in Orange is the New Black. I honestly hate the main character in that, uh, to be honest. I have always thought Piper from Orange is the new black wasn't very compelling at all. And and really weirdly entitled, whereas Tasty was the breakout character, like her character. And you can even see her playing Amanda Waller in the future, like a version of Amanda Waller because she physically looks like the comic book character and has the, the presence of the comic book character. But uh, for me, she was the the most sympathetic and relatable character in Orange is the New Black. She had a, an amazing arc on the however many seasons, six seasons of that show. Right on. And she was phenomenal in this one. She was the heart and soul of this, this and, and brought out the best in, in John Cena for sure. Okay. It doesn't uh, look like she's been acting too long. I do recommend uh, Orange is the New Black. I was wondering if, if she,
0: I thought she might've been the little girl from School of Rock
1: but I'm thinking, I guess I was wrong now,
0: but yeah, now, I, don't remember I do. Remem- I do remember her now from orange is the new black.
1: Yeah. One. Tasty, tasty. She's the one who got martyred in later seasons, uh, got, got sewn up for a crime. She, uh, murder, she didn't commit. Uh, yeah, there was some real like, uh, BL BLM stuff pre BLM. You know what I mean? Like they really, really gave her a lot of meaty stuff, uh, To to deal with on that show because she had the chops for it and and was they made a TV series about Sun Records, really, and she was in it. Yeah, or Harcourt was in
0: it. She played Becky Phillips. I didn't know they did this, so I'm just looking now because if someone played Jerry Lee Lewis, I'm gonna. Oh my God, (laughs) someone did. Why haven't I seen this show? How do I not know they made a show about Sun Records? That's out of control. <laughs> I'm going to have to sit down and watch and, that. CMT, sorry, it's a country music television show.
1: <laughs> and who does she play in it? In in it?
0: Becky Phillips, who I'm guessing is a relation to Sam Phillips, who is oh, okay. the, who discovered who founded Sun Records? yeah discovered elvis and all that shit she's been in a lot of stuff though herself there uh, i know there was nepotism calls in the beginning because she's actually james gunn's girlfriend
1: oh is she okay
0: but i don't care she's great
1: no no she's phenomenal and she's honest, pretty she's fun she's good she's, she's tough as nails. She she's a great performer i do not want them to ship her and uh peacemaker to be honest, I know they've kind of been hinting at at some romantic development at the end of this. Oh, I think I that ship has this. sailed, man. I do not want to see this. I I would rather. You I know, think they, you're gonna have to deal with it. They keep with their their platonic, you know, kind of kind of thing going on.
0: I think it's but, going to be a very like a toxic relationship. I think they're going to it play it out, but I don't think it's going to be like your typical, just them hook it up. I think okay. it's going to go like really bad all the time. All right. Like if, I think it, it's, you
1: know what, if it goes that way, I I'm yeah. a little bit more on board. Like, think about the show. Think about how fucked That's up true. these
0: people are. They're not going That's to have just normal relationships. Yeah. Right? Well,
1: well, to me, it's really hilarious to me. My favorite scene that just had me just laughing. Not I couldn't stop laughing. The scene where John Cena's in bed. They pan over to the woman that he kidnapped yeah. uh, with the boyfriend. And then they pan over to vigilante, you know, just wearing his ski mask. Uh, that to me was mind-blowingly funny. But yeah. they confirmed because again, they've been playing around with this ever since uh his one-liners in the suicide squad. They they essentially confirmed Peacemaker's bisexuality by his dad, right? Like telling him about yep. the men he's been with as well. Like, yeah. uh, again, very subtle, like not in your face and ultimately well-played, crafted within the context of, of this character as well. Yeah, it 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 was all, I, I just really, I'm so blown away by
0: what James Gunn can do. There is something really complex. And again, the fact that he's had, Like, like what's I, I, wrong with that guy? At the same time, he's a genius, but at the same time, what happened to him?
1: Well, if you watch Super, yeah, there's a lot of disturbing stuff in in Super, if you do get a chance to see that. Something happened to him. Who, who hurt him? <laughs> That's true. And what does this have to do with his brothers? Because he's got uh, more, I think he's got like four brothers. Sean is just one of them.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of them from what I heard. But yeah. I don't know. Just let him keep doing whatever he fucking wants. No. You know, as much as I like. I'm a little over like the guardians in a way, like I, it's it's probably going to be great. It's probably going to be great.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, as much as, you know, guardians three has a lot of high expectations after seeing peacemaker and everything from the dance number in that I cannot wait to see the guardians Christmas special. Oh, that's going to be as the homage to, and again, You know, uh, both of us are, are fans of Star Wars and we'll both admit, surely, that this Christmas special is unwatchable, even though it's, it's I
0: can't it's agree. Really? In wow. fact, just the other day, I watched <laughs> the animated portion.
1: OK, the animated portion.
0: It's is fucking cool. It's so 70s. But- it's so badass Boba Fett. It's really cool
1: but the rest of the it, rest of it's pointless yeah 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 no, no no the the animated part absolutely but the rest of it has the crime of it's not that it's cheesy it's that it's boring yeah it's really boring. you know everything from yeah. from Chewbacca's son like looking at that little holographic like thing for like what seems like hours or the
0: you know yeah. as much yeah. as I like
1: be arthur in the cantina scene it just goes on and on and doesn't go anywhere right if there was some wonderful cheese about it that that didn't just get boring you know if it was a train it was if it was a train wreck an yeah. absolute train wreck then it would be gold to me but the fact that it it was simple, yeah
0: dull i hope we find out how peacemaker got eagly
1: oh yeah that would be fantastic
0: and did you know that d bradley baker is the voice of eagly do you know, Deep really, out? yeah, Isn't that okay, great? famous voice actor. And oh, wow. one, another thing that was cool here's a bit of a spoiler for Uncharted. This is, but it's no secret, it's been out there. But Nolan North, famous voice actor, Nolan North, who is the voice of uh, what's his name in Uncharted, mm-hmm. he has a cameo in the movie.
1: Oh, okay,
0: and yeah, it's a fun little cameo that they give him. Now-
1: this is the funny thing about voice actors. Uh, is he a voice actor where he could play the character or not? Absolutely not.
0: Well, here's the thing. Everybody was like, you do it. He's like, guys, I'm 51. Like ah, okay. I'm I can't play this kid. But
1: no, you know how <laughs> Kevin Conroy could easily play No, that? this guy could have. Okay.
0: This, this guy could have back in the okay. day, maybe 20 years ago, 30 years okay. ago, but no, he's Yeah, this is the
1: one thing about a lot of these DC animated uh, actors that they've cast, like you could imagine many of them, like Tim Tim Daly as Superman to, to, you know, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, etc, etc. You could easily see any of them playing their animated counterparts. But then there's the guys like uh, who plays Archer again, there's there's someone Yeah. Play art, he could play Bob's Burgers, but he couldn't play Archer, for example. <laughs> and then you have Tara Strong, who could play one of these superheroes that she's known for playing, right? And he's uh, oh, what's who else? He's he's uh,
0: he's on a third show, isn't he? He's on Archer,
1: he's on he, Archer, Bob Burgers. Is there another show?
0: Uh, Family Guy, he's the guy on Family Guy. Who does he play on Family Guy? Oh, what's his fucking name? He's the off character. He's just a side character, but they're always oh, making okay. jokes about On um, family guy. The character he plays always makes jokes about like doing impressions of Archer and like, Oh, uh, does he? Well, loves okay. Burgers. Yeah.
1: Ah.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, peacemaker was glorious. I can't wait for more. Uh, did, tell me you didn't feel sad when the butterflies first killed the detective
1: yes uh although it did make a a gorgeous uh an amazingly for for me the scene where she comes it was in shot great yeah yeah but then when she comes into the police station oh to yeah the yeah downtown, what a great scene yeah. and also that uh, the sheriff character my god there's another standout character right yeah. Uh, yeah someone who who and again this was pointed out to me the fact that you know, the butterflies are actually better than, than a lot of the humans. Like Mern, for example, was a terrible human being, but the butterfly that inhabited him was, was a good quote-unquote person. Same with the uh, the butterfly that inhabited the, the sheriff character. Uh, he actually showed empathy and was crying at the end in a way that uh, the real guy he took over wasn't able to pretend human emotions like he was just a complete like psychopath
0: yeah it's fucked up as he's
1: sort of pretending to okay how do i how do i show sorrow that these people are dead you know it's just and they played it for comedy in the in the outtake but still absolutely fascinating that he managed to sort of again very subtle james gunn managed to to even give that guy a little bit of an arc eh? and the
0: last scene when uh When they come in and the theme starts playing, when they start taking ass, he's got the shield. (laughs) And then poor fucking, what's his name? Economic guy. Fucking, he's all doing the thing about his beard all being, oh, there's so much, so many fucking layers to this ridiculous fucking show. And, James Gunn and, is a mad genius.
1: And James Gunn, you know, having having sort of grown up close to, to the era, you know, he's a real 70s guy. The fact that he managed to sneak in a Bullet Man. So Bullet Man was an action figure in the G.I. Joe 12-inch line when G.I. Joe became a superhero for like 12 right. seconds. Yeah. Uh, Super Joe or something. I can't remember. Uh, but in the 70s, when superheroes were big, they, they had Bullet Man who had like a shiny helmet shaped like a bullet just like uh uh peacemakers and i think his action was he was on a string and you could send him down to yeah like, yeah yeah all stuff so the fact that they created also a golden age hero and spoofed on the tick as i think the human bullet fire me boy yeah. uh, <laughs> so so the fact that you were expecting the whole time that that John Cena would have his Bulletman moment, but the fact that they gave it to—is it Aceveda? Yeah, they gave it to her instead, and the comedy gold of him saying it and her flying right into the cow. Oh, so good. in the grossest possible manner, like. Yeah oh my god as a yes and moment to me that was i'm surprised they didn't pay off the scabies thing but maybe in the the next season i really
0: i gotta go i want to go back and watch the suicide squad now just to find vigilante figure out where the hell he was in yeah his. yeah god not, my favorite uh, character
1: probably just like maybe it's a cut scene what do you think is he meant to be like a psychopath like i i think so or on the spectrum at the very least right sarcasm thing right like yeah. I, but cause, <laughs> cause I I think at the beginning in the restaurant, he even mentions like uh, the politically incorrect term, right? Of of uh, him being on the spectrum when he's working as the bus boy. Does uh, he? I think Peacemaker says something along the lines of, oh, that's my friend's younger brother. He's uh, such and such. Oh. <laughs> so I believe they allude to the fact that he is on Uh-oh. the spectrum, uh, as they say. But if anyone deserves a spinoff, I think he does. Yeah, for sure. Although he's fantastic as a sidekick, but I although I don't a, know if he is, because
0: I don't think he's a character that's supposed to be capable of emotional growth.
1: That's true, but neither is Deadpool, right? And yeah. Again, I see him as kind of a, a dead. But he's type.
0: capable of love. Like Deadpool's capable, like Deadpool's yeah. more
1: psychotic
0: than schizophrenic. Like, no, you're right.
1: You're you absolutely. know what
0: I mean. Where he's he's capable of emotion. It's more like well, vigilante is not capable of, of like being sad or, you know, that kind of thing. All he wants be- to do is be peacemaker's best friend. That's yeah. all he cares about. But,
1: but that there's an arc right there. Right here's a here's a guy who's essentially Pinocchio in the same way. Maybe Lieutenant Data, you know, is Pinocchio. Right. You know he he wants to. Fit in and and have friends like obviously that's a bit of an arc for him the fact that he's always listing off his best like the fact that was it Aceveda that was his fifth best friend I just I don't know if uh remember that moment yeah yeah yeah
0: you tell at the true. end yeah you're my best friend but don't tell V <laughs>
1: yeah but Vigilante called I think Aceveda his fifth best friend which means Abadoya it's a hurt name. <laughs> that uh, harcourt and and uh the bearded guy are probably like his his third and fourth best friend after uh peacemaker and Eagle, right right oh absolutely so he's basically named off like all his all, friends all the people he knows are his <laughs> friends, you know? like his fifth best are, are are on this team like Peacemaker's yeah. only friend and it's just now- it's and- also
0: crazy to think because of the big cameos at the end yeah that we are in the DCEU.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that, oh my God, this, you this, do fuck fish <laughs> This vigilante, though, but th- what's funny to me is that this is the kind of version of vigilante, because we also saw another version of vigilante on Arrow.
1: Oh really? Did he yeah. show up in
0: yeah? Yeah, Adrian was Chase. He- Adrian Chase was uh was a character, and he was the straight yeah. up lawyer version of the. Character.
1: Oh, okay. So the Marv Wolf, the original Marv Wolf, mid nineteen eighties version.
0: Yeah. So did he, he was, even
1: have the eighties costume? It was the updated, mask, but and, oh, yeah,
0: it was updated, but it it looked like Vigilante. He looked. Good.
1: Didn't Arrow even have Wild Dog as well? <laughs> yeah at the end it oh did. my god yeah yeah it went crazy talk about the 80s character his
0: mask actually looked pretty cool but uh yeah um the fact that this version who seems like the kind of version that you'd be allowed to get away with of a character because it's just a tv show mm-hmm. but this is the vigilante that exists in the dceu now yeah so in the Absolutely. dceu Next to Superman and all them. <laughs> this is the version of vigilante that they're
1: going with. And, and apparently <laughs> and Green love Arrow it. is a brony. Right? I love it. <laughs> Who dresses up as the back half of Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> oh, and this is, it's funny because. Oh, that's true. They, that's they
0: let him, they've just now let him confirm that there is a Green Arrow. Because no, Green, Green sure. Arrow's never been brought up in the DCU, right? Yeah. So, I think it's fucking hilarious. And you know what? It kind of, I love the fact that after making the jokes of certain things, and they did this with Avengers too and Ant Man. Remember, Ant Man's like, why don't we call the Avengers? And in this one, they were like, why don't we call in the Justice League? At least the Justice League actually show up at the end of this one. How right?
1: wonderful that they did get Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa as well. Do eh? You know
0: what's really cool about Ezra Miller's being shot?
1: Because they weren't shot together. Really? Yeah, they were shot separately. On separate? I just thought they'd be on the set of no. Aquaman the, 2.
0: Aquaman? Aquaman's was set, I think, was shot during reshoots of Aquaman 2. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And
1: Flashpoint was in yeah. the can already? So No.
0: Yeah, it was in the can already. So get this. He called Ezra Miller and asked them if he'd do it. <laughs> and Ezra Miller was like, of course. Guess who shot it for him? Who? Marvel. What? He was was making Guardians 3. And and they shot it for him. James
1: Gunn is on the set, anyways. So so
0: James Gunn used the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 crew to shoot that flash scene. Yeah.
1: Wow. We live in a world where where i think james gunn is the only guy that's allowed to cross the street freely this way i feel like we're missing one other that who someone else who's able to cross the street like oh, i know he's well, been signed for something but he's no longer superman right you
0: can't count josh Whedon, i guess
1: well he crossed the street and then now he's gone and yeah. he doesn't go back and forth like yeah james gunn does but and he- that's a very unique circumstance in that disney fucked up and they know they up. yes them, right? yeah you're right yeah you're right so that's a very unique like i can't think of anyone else who's allowed to cross back and forth freely like this like i'll oh, go do like it's like okay i'm i'm going i've got fired so i'm gonna do the suicide squad because they're letting me do i got like one, one for you and then it's like guardians of the galaxy but oops i'm gonna go do peacemaker don't
0: forget that uh your batman is also your vulture
1: you're right, you're right. Absolutely. So, at least
0: actor wise, yeah. at least actor wise, Michael Keaton does whatever the fuck Michael Keaton yeah, wants. Because he's Michael
1: Because <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, Michael I, Keaton. I was Batman. Yeah. No, that and actually it's really working out well that they're using that because again, after Spider-Man No Way Home, you know, obviously the guys like us who grew up with with that are hungry for it. I am eager, like. This yeah. is more exciting that they got Michael Keaton than it is Thomas Wayne, you know, which is the the comic book story. Yeah, I'm you super know, excited
0: that he's are. also they're extending him
1: to Batgirl. Is he really? He's showing yeah. Batgirl. That That's it's like fully. There's a, there's a Batgirl movie. You haven't heard about this? No. Who's doing it? Because I know Joss Whedon was trying to get it off the ground, right? It's uh, and then he got fired. Shit.
0: Shit, shit, shit. It's okay.
1: uh, and then Michael Keaton's in uh, Mobius, uh, Mor- Morbius. As yeah. the Vul- again, multiverse.
0: See, I'm interested to see how they're going to explain this one now because we know that this takes place in like I saw the trailer for Mo- uh, Mobius, Tonight, Morbius. yeah, Morbius Tonight, and there's a new scene in it where oh. he's taking a guy down in like a bank or something. Mm-hmm. And he's got him by the hand, like with his gun and everything. Uh, and the guy's like, who are you or some shit? And he leans in and he goes, I'm Venom. And then he like does like, like hisses with his fangs.
1: Tom Hardy?
0: Uh, no, Morbius.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. And then,
0: and then he goes, ha, just kidding. And he like oh. throws the guy or something.
1: So that's obviously the Sony
0: verse. Yeah. Exactly. And there also is a mention earlier. MCU of, the
1: Vultures. hold on
0: there's a there's a mention earlier of what went down in san francisco oh and they're talking about obviously venom right yeah now yeah. there's also a scene where he walks by a poster that says wanted right mm-hmm. and you're right there's a scene with vulture mm-hmm. so the only explanation i can i can think of is that for some somehow Morbius ends up going from the Venom verse into the main MCU
1: or, or vice versa? Because of Madness is make, allowing this to happen.
0: Oh, maybe. Okay, I saw the preview for that too. And do you shit, want
1: to talk about the Patrick Stewart in the room?
0: It's getting too much. Um, hold on. Let me focus on what we we're talking about here. Do we
1: have time? Because there's so much to, to talk about. There's
0: always time. Okay, Batgirl. <laughs> All right. Uh Batgirl is starring Leslie Grace. Are you familiar with her? No, who's she? She is a black actress. Oh, okay. Uh and it's cool because J.K. Simmons is returning as Commissioner Gordon.
1: Okay, so this is DCEU. This is DCEU. So she, but she is Keaton's Batgirl and not and don't, not
0: don't forget. this athlete? is this Alicia is Alicia
1: Silverstone.
0: Hold on. This okay. is this is post-Flashpoint, um Flashpoint, right? Oh. So we don't exactly know. Yeah. So Michael Keaton is Bruce Wayne Batman, but there's a different Commissioner Gordon. It's J.K. Simmons. Do you right? think they're
1: setting up Dark Knight Returns? Could Michael Keaton do Dark Knight Returns?
0: I think they're setting up Flashpoint, and I'm not too sure where they're going to go beyond that. I think they might end up soon setting up a... uh I think Michael Keaton's still young enough. They're going to get a bunch out of him. And I think they're going to set up a whole bunch of shit with him. And I so, think they're going to set up a Batman beyond probably.
1: So you think, oh, that would be, makes sense. So Keaton will basically after Flashpoint replace Affleck in the DCEU as Batman. I believe so. Yeah. Shenanigans going on. That's what I believe. Because again, I, from you had me for a moment thinking, Oh wait, Alicia Silverstone, and then I realize the Keaton verse is officially separate from the uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, uh, the Schumacher verse,
0: right? Yeah,
1: the, the Burton verse is different. Uh, I think that that's that's what they yeah. were saying. In and interviews. it's
0: a Dill L. I believe it's a black female director.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so they're pretending well. that. Uh, I, I, this is what I've heard about Flashpoint. They're pretending that only the Burton movies exist, and that uh, the Schumacher films are a separate universe. Oh, I'm sure. So Alicia Silverstone, yeah, that okay. So if if this new actor, but
0: well, here's what I was 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 making would would have made more sense. Batman to me, Beyond would be awesome. Is the fact that
1: like it's a black Commissioner Gordon in the Batman with Jeffrey mm-hmm. Wright, right? who's also actually here's another guy who's that uh he's the, the watcher and what if yeah there's a there's a back and forth all right and then jk simmons he's oh, uh, commissioner fine. gordon and, and we are
0: coming up with a whole list of them now yeah that's true
1: <laughs> but there's only so many actors <laughs> this is the thing right
0: now listen it, it, this tells me that you haven't seen the suit the batgirl suit yet no i haven't oh it's beautiful Oh, wow. Okay. It is pure. It's half new 52, half 60s Batman 66.
1: Do you like it better than the Zoe Kravitz Catwoman outfit? Because I'm digging that. No, this is the Batgirl outfit. Okay. But but in terms of aesthetic, because I'm digging the uh, Zoe Kravitz Catwoman outfit.
0: Well, it's pretty si- They're not really comparable. It's pretty simple, right? Okay, as far fair as enough. it's Catwoman, right? So yeah, yeah. she doesn't even really have ears or anything. This is a full on Batgirl suit. Oh wow, okay. And uh yeah, it looks right out of the comics with the the new style, but she looks great. Okay. I don't you know her color is absolutely inconsequential. She looks fantastic in this mm-hmm. outfit. So and she is Barbara Gordon. Okay, so that, that
1: makes sense again. Uh with with uh maybe the, so so wait,
0: no, that's the thing. Commissioner Gordon in this is JK Simmons.
1: Oh, not not the commissioner gordon in the batman
0: no it's okay, the yeah, it's the dcu really welcome to the
1: multiverse Now right? the yeah.
0: multiverse is so confusing
1: yeah. in a way that the mcu isn't
0: it was also written by a woman so i have a lot of hope actually in uh oh wait no sorry it's directed by a man i thought it was directed yeah. by a woman
1: well this this has the potential because again i'm getting confused and i'm a deep nerd on this uh it'll be interesting to see what post flashpoint looks like
0: it is. It's going to be Cause, very, very. Because again,
1: if they are mixing and matching and just saying "fuck it," then then I'm thoroughly confused. I don't believe anything anymore <laughs> when I hear about
0: anything at all. Like you, you know, know, like even the whole bat bat like Ben Affleck not returning mm-hmm. could be bullshit. Who knows? I
1: finally watched the Snyder cut, and actually, I really I loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was the guy who was going to say not interested, don't care, but I will. I g- will give you this it is a much more coherent movie again yeah. it, it's too snidery for me in terms of you don't really believe any of these people care about real human beings you know and and it is it is eye candy over substance to be honest like sure. i don't think there's there's uh, you know it's it's beautiful to look at uh, at the end of the day though i do kind of want to see uh, justice league 2 was supposed to be that nightmare future right yeah, yeah. So he's he's actually hooked me in, like as indifferent right? as I was yeah. to the Snyder cut. And again, it was a slog to get through, even though it was beautiful to look at. And thank God for for gummies, so I can just <laughs> enjoy the pretty pictures and not care that you know uh, uh, that Superman isn't uh, the guy who gets cats out of trees. Um, isn't Christopher Reed basically and cat Henry Cavill's a great. I think Henry Cavill is a perfect Superman. It's just the way they're having him play the, the moody Superman just isn't yeah. my my view. But that nightmare future does intrigue me enough that you know may, if if they're gonna let him do this, it would that would be an interesting movie,
0: man. Speaking of video game movies and and things. Him and I love him and The Witcher. Henry oh, no, Cavill I is I
1: haven't so... seen The Witcher. Do you do you recommend The Witcher? Season two just dropped, right? Okay. Season
0: one, if you're unfamiliar with The Witcher, which I was, mm-hmm. is a little confusing because they play with the time elements, but they don't really tell you when you are. So you're jumping it's, it's really interesting how it's done But it is kind of different And so they're jumping The show's jumping around in time But at certain moments It's not telling you that oh, as, okay. as the season goes on You start to realize That we're jumping around in time Ah, so it's non-linear <coughs> in a, in So kind there's, of way, but. For instance, there's two timelines Happening, there's two story arcs Happening, right? You mm-hmm. got story A and story B And You're hopping back and forth Like any show From one story to the other mm-hmm. Yet All this time, you think that they're Running congruently
1: Oh, okay, so uh, And spoilers. you realize
0: that they're not Spoilers, it's like Westworld season one I have not seen West Whoop. Okay. Oops. So sorry. I can't compare. It's okay. Okay. Uh, so, but bad. it jumps around a bit and it's a little confusing. But then by the as it comes together, you find yourself really intrigued by what's happening. Uh-huh. And, so and Henry one, two, Cavill's cool enough, and there's enough action that it keeps you hooked. And by the end of season one, you're you're like, oh, I'm in. Season two, can't wait. So season two okay. came which was far more straightforward to show yeah uh far more straightforward and easier to understand but loved it i think it's a great show it makes me want to read whatever books or comics or video games are from it yeah it's it's really entertaining
1: has deck played the uh video no he he is not he Ah, is
0: not um, but I, I, I really enjoy it, man. Uh, Henry Cavill's fucking great in it.
1: He's uh he's great in most things, yeah. He's a fine, he a fine actor. Holmes? Did no. you see him Holmes? I actually no. you know I wasn't ready to believe him as Sherlock Holmes, but he was it was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed him as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he's he's auditor. got skills, man. He's got skills oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I really want him to play a breezy, confident you know smiling superman like man from, i keep saying man from uncle where he he even has a little spit curl at one point and to me i'm like wow he is so superman and man from uncle i want him to play yeah. superman with that <laughs> confidence yeah you know what you mean? know what's uh payback, easiness the friendliness the charm the charisma that oh, we man. know henry yeah. cavill can you know We may have to pick this up because I keep
0: coming. Things keep coming through my mind. Like, did you watch Reacher? Uh, No, not yet. Okay, then we'll Uh, wait wait for Reacher until you get into Reacher. But I want to talk about Alan Alan, Alan Richson right now, the guy who played Reacher. Sure, sure. He just came off of Titans. He was Hawk of Hawk and Death. Oh, he's great. Yeah, Titans. I, I think he was fantastic in Titans. Now. He, that's also him coming off of being Aquaman in Smallville.
1: And he was great in that as well.
0: Yeah. And then it was weird I mean, because the guy who played
1: Green Arrow on Smallville ended up got being. Got the pilot episode of Aquaman. It's so fucked Mercy up. Reef was it called. Did you ever see Mercy Reef? No. Mercy Reef was actually pretty good. I found a. I found a copy and I thought, wow. I Is actually, that what they called it? Mercy reef? Something like that. It was called something like that. Cause you know, they wanted to have that right. small thing. And to be honest, I thought he was a better Aquaman than arrow. Like, like right, right. Me, he didn't always fit what I saw green arrow as being, you know, in terms of, a, sure. a yeah. Crime. whereas, whereas actually the vulnerability he showed as Aquaman was really quite, you know, uh, again, uh uh the hawk and dove actor played him as sort of a su- surfer bro whereas i thought his that in that highlight yeah. ving rames as his father figure uh yeah it was terrific so anyway so alan richmond is
0: a great uh jack reacher yeah, okay great performance i, to
1: that. I even
0: enjoyed en- he was good in hawk and dove as stupid as those characters are kind of i can't get over the dove costume i love <laughs> titans too I, I forgive it because I love Titans so much. Mm-hmm. The 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 last the second last episode of the first season when they have Batman go crazy, yeah. is some, is some of the finest comic book anything ever done. It is unbelievably good that episode when he kills the Joker and shit. Oh my fucking god! It's so good. He just loses his mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Alan Richardson though. Somebody brought up the other day something I cannot now get out of my head. Okay, when you look at him as Reacher, mm-hmm. and when there's moments uh, that the character just stares and he doesn't play by say Tom anything. Cruise in the movie, right? Yeah, it's so bad when you know when when you see the show and know how he's supposed to be played. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god! But they needed star power, right? Yeah. Anyways, so somebody put a picture of him up. And said something very simple, just along the lines of Shazam. And now I cannot fucking get oh, it out of my head. Yeah, how I can see unbelievably, that. Oh unbelievably fucking perfect this guy would be. Not only because oh God he put he put thirty pounds more of muscle
1: on to play Reacher, so even his face, wait, his he face, was already wait he was already a truck as Hawkeye. You oh put dude, more muscle on top of that? He is a
0: monster as okay. Richard. He's an absolute fucking oh, wow. beast,
1: right? No, and- as as a happy go lucky bro? Oh, like, yeah. Shazam, that would be to me as much as I like Chuck. Yeah. To me there's just something about like he's too fake. He's not that he's not that he's not chiseled enough. He doesn't to, to me, you know who 20 like 20 years ago, the guy who played the Tick? Uh, or putty on on Seinfeld, uh, absolutely. Uh, that guy, but this uh, guy, that when this guy with
0: his, if he had his black hair, if he had, you know, but then, but this guy, now that he put 30 pounds of muscle on, his jaw is even more square, is like his neck is thicker. And he would be, and you're right, he's got a great, he's great at playing that boyish bro character. Yeah. The whole point of Shazam, the thing I can't get over Chuck is the fact that he looks like a goof. Like he looks like a, he looks kiddie like he's playing, like he does not match Shazam's, like the whole... The, the no, whole no. brilliance of the Shazam character is that you've got this kid coming out of this perfectly chiseled God
1: of mm-hmm. a character. Right. Yeah.
0: That's, that's, but yeah. And this is, and I cannot get out of my head now, envisioning this oh, Alan Ridge as
1: No, you, you've incepted me. Uh, uh, I, I right? agree. I right? agree a
0: hundred percent. Like oh, it, it was just, like a Facebook yeah. post that I was like, Oh my God god and wow. all these other people were like you know you can pretty much cast them as anything and i was like no
1: he's fucking Zamb. no for for sure especially yeah, yeah that that because he does exude this weird laid-back confidence that again she's right should have, right that boyish yeah. kind of also i could also see him playing that kind of boyish glee yes yes as, as well oh it'd uh, be
0: so glorious man it'd be so good <laughs> be no, so for good. sure. okay one last thing i want to touch on before we get do you want to talk about Black Adam no well okay well let's save Black
1: Adam okay because I got a lot to say about Black Adam I'm sure
0: oh but Pierce Brosnan is Dr. Fate oh chef's kiss love Mm -hmm. that um uh okay did you see Robert Pattinson on Jimmy Kimmel no what's going on he released a clip there's a new Batman clip oh oh man Oh man. This What's movie, on the clip. Okay, it's him in police headquarters. And he's having a conversation with with well, Lieutenant Gordon, right? Mm-hmm. But they're like so close, it looks like they're going to kiss. <laughs> right? It's but it's also it's shot very weird and very noir and very fucking like very fucking uh, stylistically. And it's this weird tension in this moment. And you pick it up very quickly. and basically he, he's like they're having a conversation about how one of these cops is like dirty or something. that in order to save Gordon, he's gotta knock him out. So Batman punches Gordon and all the cops start chasing him through this precinct, and he's just on foot running away from all the cops in the precinct. and it is shot so fucking cool. Oh man. wow. Like this movie's gonna be it.
1: This it opens in a oh. week, right? It opens in a week. Is it only a week? No, May I th- 3rd. Is it that soon? I think I don't know. We'll we'll check after that. Again, someone can help us in the oh comments. Oh my god. Stuff. But
0: dude, it, it is it is nice. It is oh, I have all faith in this movie, man. Like Matt Reeves is gonna make a beautiful looking movie. It's good. Oh, it looks cool. So yeah that that happened very very excited about it cautiously
1: but, optimistic i'm uh, i'm cautiously you know because again there's been a lot of batman movies uh and and christian bale and uh, uh what's his name is hard to hard to top for me yeah you know so, that is pretty high bar
0: uh, i know you mentioned earlier patrick stewart in the in the Doctor Strange trailer. Do we want to get into this? Or do we well, want I don't to think there's too part? much we can say about it. Honestly. I mean, oh, really? I, I have a lot to say about it in
1: terms of the Illuminati and stuff like that. I have okay, a lot of Let's
0: save that. Let's do that but... one another day then. We'll all go, right. We'll go deep as that one gets closer because there is a lot to dig out there. But mm-hmm. I also, I'm scared to speculate too much these days because really, after Spider Man, all bets are off. No, absolutely. You can do literally fucking anything now and and i don't even know like i don't i basically i'm too nervous to speculate on how they're going to bring the x-men in right now because i'm so nervous about how they're going to do it Mm -hmm. and that's all because i don't want and the only thing that worries me about this
1: is i hope it's a one-time affair
0: because I hope. It's a, I don't yeah. want the Fox X Men back. I
1: don't want no, them back. I want. I want something new. But <coughs> I can't see them doing something fun, just like No Way Home. Yes, I you hope know, so. A few cameos at best. Maybe Deadpool will do something fun. Oh, let Deadpool. Oh, let Deadpool crazy. do it in number three. Yeah, and then and then uh, move on. You know, a whole new rogue. Let's say in in Captain Marvel. I got a. I got a little. Theory this
0: is what we're going to end on my tiny Theory okay. and this is all my right. tiny Theory because okay. of How all bets are off Okay yeah. the Illuminati Sitting there yeah right mm-hmm. And You see Fucking his Face in his reaction to the, all The guys that are sitting there right mm-hmm. Now You know how there's all this Tony Stark talk and it could be Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, who was originally in talks
1: before Robert Downey Jr.
0: I think the ultimate fucking flip would be that if it's fucking Robert Downey Jr. And don't tell me it's not fucking possible anymore. Yeah, because everything is fucking possible for sure. And if it is just a one-time fucking cameo, and this Naughty's yeah. gonna, because if you really dissect it, and I've watched a few videos, it kind of uh-huh. it kind of looks like Wanda's gonna fuck their shit up. Mm-hmm. And if it's a one-time thing, you you fucking dump a bucket load of enough of money there. I know it's, it, he's out and everything, but I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you can't put anything past it. It could very well be Robert Downey Jr. show
1: up. Imagine what the theater would do. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? No. Right? When they went nuts in Spider-Man, like the number of times the audience went nuts in No Way Home. Like, yeah. can you imagine how nuts they would go if, although on the flip side, you know, I know it won't happen, but part of me wants him to be a voice only Actor in Ironheart. I want him to because I lo- actually really like that series where he was Ironheart's AI, Tony Stark. Yeah, was yeah, Ironheart's yeah. Heart's AI. And I again as a purely voice, uh could happen, could happen. I don't know if it would, because it's Marvel Disney Plus, right? It's TV, it's not really high profile, it's not the big bucks. Well, there's the guy that does his voice
0: and does it exceptionally well if they'd be cool if they kind of let something like that happen because it will be a little bit like covered over right
1: yeah that's true especially with that ai kind of yeah it'll kind of have that filter to it jarvis filter
0: but yeah we can unpack that as we get closer because dr strange is going to be people are starting to realize now how I think it might be another no way home type situation, how crazy they're going to go. I still Mm -hmm. can't comprehend that no way home has passed avatar domestically. And it is one of the biggest movies of all time during a (laughs) pandemic. And no China.
1: Yeah. That's the astonishing. Imagine had it opened in China. Mm Like, like, oh now now now, why was that because i know the embargo around shang chi was the fact that uh, simo had in the past said things about the chinese government why no spider-man in china um what the fuck was it because every other movie uh, marvel movie before shang chi played china right yeah something fucking
0: happened
1: oh did they was it was it the fallout of the shang chi
0: Oh I'm gonna ask, hold on.
1: Sure, no why
0: isn't Spider-Man No Way Home playing in China? Uh
1: Again, the whole what they play the what
0: sony play. film will open in china on march 14th
1: oh so it's just been delayed probably due to uh, while
0: uh, mystery surrounds the lack of a china run for spider-man no way home
1: well might be uh might be are they under lockdown right now who knows i knew they were maybe. locked down pretty heavily with omicron right so maybe they're just waiting for after omicron uh,
0: last November they were talking about virtually all of Marvel Studios' latest releases have been banned in China, but Spider-Man oh, might.
1: Virtually all because of Shang Chi,
0: I think maybe yeah.
1: Wow, that's fascinating. Because uh, remember that? Because again, what plays and doesn't play is always fascinating, right? Because you think Marvel makes no,
0: no, that's not what it is. What China, is it? uh, they do not want to pay. As much money to the studios, but they would rather keep more for showing it.
1: Oh, so they're getting a later window?
0: That- so in the U.S., a studio makes about 5 to $6 per ticket sold. Hmm. I guess in China, it's making less and they want to make oh, more. Oh, okay. Okay. So it sounds like there's a bit of a dispute going on there. But anyways, I'm
1: sure the bootlegging stuff is crazy in there. If and it opens in are, China,
0: it's over. It's the biggest their, movie their, of all time. Your
1: rules are, are crazy as well, right? Like um, the whole uh, you're not allowed. No movie is allowed to uh, encourage the belief in the supernatural is one of the rules. Weird. Uh, and the one exception they made a few years ago was uh, what's that Pixar movie? the The Day of the Dead movie.
0: Oh where- uh yeah. Oh. K k, k- Coco?
1: Coco, yeah, 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 and again, they made the exception because uh, I think their their board that approves these things said, you know what, this is all about family, and it's so heartwarming that we're going to make the exception of the supernatural stuff on there because the message outweighs uh, the the you know co- supernatural content. I think. Thanks,
0: China. You reincarnators.
1: <laughs> but I think also this is kind of why uh, Doctor Strange's quote unquote magic. Is more they, they try to mask it as uh, as packing the the the, you know, operating system of the universe.
0: Right. Makes sense. You know, they
1: describe it as a as a form of science as opposed to supernatural. Right. But well,
0: again. <laughs> uh, after hour three of podcasting. Oh boy. I think we're we gonna wrap can, this just, up tonight. Kids. We can just talk for hours, you and me. <laughs> we sure can, and we will have All many right. more
1: hours next, to come. Next time, Black we got Black Adam. Heck, we can even talk yeah. about Boba Fett. I really want to talk about Oh, we about haven't Boba even Fett. got into
0: both. Oh, we got yeah, Kenobi yeah. coming. Kenobi. There's things to talk about in Kenobi. And your Golden Uh,
1: Girls deep dive. I'm fascinated to hear about
0: that. Golden Girls has been an actually, I bet you we could do an hour on Golden Girls. It has (laughs) actually been a fascinating, fascinating revisit. Uh, That's right, kids. I'm almost through season one of Golden Girls. And there's a fucking lot to unpack there, believe it or not. All right. Um, But uh, Sam, uh, thank you so much, as always, for hanging out and being my co-pilot this evening, my friend. Love catching up with you, brother. Uh, There you go, kids Lots of fun geeking out I hope you enjoyed yourselves We will be back soon with a whole bunch more geeking out Uh, Everybody, uh, be safe Be happy Love each other And, uh, you know Take it easy